Hello guys, Jack here from Jack Makes Happy Hour podcast. And yes, the rumours are true. We're heading back out on tour in May 2024. 68% of the tickets are already sold out, but there are still a few left at Edinburgh, Newcastle, Manchester, Birmingham, Leeds, Cardiff, Sheffield, Nottingham, Bristol, Bury, and our home city of Norwich. So don't waste any time. Grab your tickets today and come and watch me, Alfie and Robbie live. And me. Mainly me, Alfie and Robbie there, isn't it? Yeah. Happyhourlive.co.uk. See you in May. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Name a white person, they'll have anxiety. Do you know what I mean? And if anything, it'll be white, being white, that makes them anxious. Do you know what I mean? I just don't know how to deal with it. I can't take it. Fuck off. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's true, though, isn't it? Just name me a white person who hasn't had anxiety. Do you know what I mean? How's Brian doing? Brian. Yeah. Brian's had it. We've all had it. <laughs> He's it went mess. around. Do you know what I mean? Hello, guys, and welcome to the Happy Hour podcast. Stevie's here. Hello. I'm really happy. I'm, not, I'm never happy to introduce you. Why? I have to pay your train, and it's draining on me. It's £45. And talking, <laughs> talking about uh, sidekicks, we're with... Will and E's sidekick. Great to see you guys. No, that's We're yeah. with uh, Lawrence McKenna. Lawrence, how are you, mate? All right? Good, good. Yeah. It feels great to be in this little studio. I've watched this quite a lot. It looks smaller... Mm online yeah it feels bigger when you're in here yeah what do you Lovely. think of my grading uh gr- gr- pretty good actually your grading's better than others do you know what i mean there are some really? people really can't grade I, yeah I, 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 yeah you mm. you do it quite dark don't you a lot of people were was were slagging me off for it's the, the theme for, for though because right? I, I i make it blue and gloomy and they were saying they couldn't do see you anyone. actually do that on purpose yeah <laughs> it's like, why? I generally thought that you just took the file out and then you just no. I had a I had you a great. I'll tell you. I'll be honest. Right, a little look behind Finally. the curtain here. <laughs> <laughs> the reason that I put a blue grade on it is because when we done the um, JJ thing, I thought my beard is a bit ginger right, right. now because I, I I hadn't tinged. Like, I use a little tinger every now and then, Lawrence. Come on, the beard. Yeah, a little yeah, tinger. A, a little dyer. Wow, yeah. why? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not called a dyer because he's ginger. <laughs> yeah. <'cause... laughs> And my beard goes a little red. I just go fuck it. And my beard. Yeah, but you're, cool- <laughs> yeah, 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 but you're cooler than me. I've not got a lot going for me, so I have to like really try and. No, I'll give him that. You uh, are cooler than him. I, I, I mean, we're really talking about sort of you know tallest of the small people. Do you know what I mean? But it, um, I feel I was thinking about this today. I was thinking when you, if you want kids, yeah, do have kids. Yeah. she's gonna get a fucking nasty surprise, isn't she? Yeah. 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 I fell in love with that. What the fucking hell is. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be that much of a surprise. Apparently, if you're ginger, the chances of having a ginger kid is one in four. So my luck's in. It's getting lower. Mm. Well, the eight kids you're going to have. (laughs) There's going to be two that go up for adoption straight away. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, no. Yeah. So that's it. So I was had a little bit of a ginger fucking beard, like I have now, but worse. So I, I thought if I put blue on the video. It looks like you put it in black and white. Like it was I like dark. That. I like that. That's racist because we had JJ on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's exactly what I was going okay. for. Stevie White is over. Party. Yeah, why he never started. Yeah. <laughs> People don't even know he's on it. Right, I go. thought you were a producer. Jenny, I, was just, I was sat there thinking it's lovely the way they let him sit in. That was really lovely. It's yeah. like what um, cameraman when Brian just took his seat. Um, I said, "Why? Why are you not moving, Brian?" He was like, "Because I'm going to be the next him." Yeah. <laughs> But to be real, I'll give it to Lawrence. Yeah. I'm enjoying this more already. What? No, I feel I feel more natural where I am. Yeah. I felt weird just looking to my right all the time because I can't stand looking at you. Plus yeah. you it's said, quite nice to be able to just look over it. Plus, him. you said Brian was a cunt. 
Yeah, so. massive, massive cunt. Get him back here and say it to his fucking face. <laughs> fucking we should hell. probably talk about Lawrence. Lawrence is the guest here. Yeah. I, you don't have to. I'm just no. sort of interested in the general conversation. <laughs> it's good to be out. Yeah, really, yeah, it's nice. It? Yeah. You obviously have just come hot off of recording with the big man, yeah. Gervais. How do you find that? Because he's a hero of yours, right? Yeah, I mean, it's surreal, isn't it, when you sit in a room with one of your heroes? Mm. Um, I mean, you must have this. Um, <laughs> and you. And you, you're sitting there and you look at him and you're like, that's actually Ricky Gervais. Like mm. he's saying things to answer a question I've just asked him. Yeah. And you want to make the most of it. Mm. But there's also moments where you just think, is this like the Guardian podcast you made? Is it as good as the Guardian podcast he used to make? Because I used to love his, po- his podcast for the whole reason. I was like, wow, podcasting is cool. Yeah. I couldn't believe it when I started a podcast years and years and years ago before we had the big mm. True Geordie podcast. Yeah. That people didn't know what a podcast was. Because yeah. to me, it's been like podcasts have always been a thing. He's been doing it yeah. for years. Yeah. He? How long have years. you been doing podcasts for? Since before I started uh, university, like always recording stuff and, you know, just going out there and chatting to people. And I did, you know, I did hospital radio and that mm. sort of thing. Yes. Yeah. Classic. Which is, uh, I don't I, know if that still exists anymore. Well, I hear a lot of people say that they got into like this kind of world through hospital radio. Yeah. But to be honest, I think they're fucking liars. The, <laughs> they are. They're just coming for your story. No, 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 yeah. Yeah. I think the first time I came, no, maybe that's the second time I was on your podcast. I genuinely didn't know what hospital radio was. I, th- I think kids out there now just think it's a radio in a hospital, which is kind of is. But it's uh, the weird thing I find is it's only for a hospital. So there's like rules to what you can and can't say. Like we used to have very awkward moments. You can't play Frank Sinatra my way because that's a good song to die to. Like you can't play... Um, Anything about suicide? Um, <laughs> just anything where you, anything where it's death related. Yeah. We, there used to be a host that would constantly tie herself up in knots because she'd go, "Oh, I'm just, I'm just dying to play the quiz later." Well, not literally dying, but yeah. I, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, I really want to do the quiz. Yeah. And I, and I just remember being like, "You're a fucking idiot. Like, yeah. you can't, you can't mind what you're saying for five minutes." But, but it was fun. And it, you know what? The best thing about it is, like, you guys are all, you know, young guys make their mistakes online. Yeah. I got to make my mistakes to fucking no one. Yeah. Like, no one was listening, so I could just piss her around and do and say what i wanted if i messed up i just messed up yeah and you know the ill man in hospital probably died three days later <laughs> so you know he's taking that to the grave with him <laughs> and that's the last thing he remembers yeah it, and we were so fucking selfish we were like there was there were so many people who would come in and do shows and be like think of the patients like they went and walked awards before and chatting to people shaking their hands you know your song will be on in an hour not knowing that every patient probably had a fucking ipod and was yeah. just listening to that song anyway yeah so yeah. So when iPods came along, it sort of killed hospital radios. Did you? But did you just do it because you just had a drive and a, and a passion to be heard? Uh, yeah, I, I really wanted to. I really wanted to be on radio. Like, I loved Chris Moyles when I was a kid. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. As, as, as terrible a person as he was, like I, <laughs> I loved that he just had absolute control. He was. He did. You know, it sounded like he did whatever he wanted. Yeah. And to a kid who doesn't know about Howard Stern or like the American radio place. Mm. Moyles was so original to me and like was the godfather. You know, he, he played the Howard Stern of England. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. And Ricky Gervais did the same. Yeah. You know, so they, they were those guys who just went, fuck it, I'll say and do what I want. Because much like me, pro- well, probably not as, as badly as I do, but you have a lot of Gervaisisms in you. Yeah, that's what you call them. Like, <laughs> like an illness. It's better than saying you have a lot of Ricky in you. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, he did this Especially morning. Especially in it. Um, but no, how? why do you think, because this is something I've never really been able to pinpoint, because mm. obviously I, he's, I'm a, I am a huge fan of it. Yeah. There's no denying it. But I'm a huge fan of a lot of things. Yeah. So why do you think that British people often do just sort of take on those sort of characteristics of specifically him? It's so strange, isn't it? Like, yeah. do you, I feel like there's a generation because I don't feel like your generation, you're definitely younger than me, but like do the Gervaisisms. It's mm. definitely... You're 12. There's a... There's <laughs> a um, not with that vid. There's definitely <laughs> our generation who do the Ricky Gervaisisms because the, pod, like, the, the podcast in the office were the first things that we saw and we were like, he's funny, he's getting laughs. I was, I was even saying to him, like you, you, know, you made a generation of guys act in a certain way yeah like i will almost deliberately sometimes try and make a situation awkward yeah so that i can go oh yeah like that's what i aim for sometimes isn't it? and i don't even realize i'm doing it sometimes yeah and people get pissed off but i don't think it's it really annoys my dad <laughs> like <laughs> you know i'll try and make a situation awkward and be like why are you doing this don't do that yeah it's fucking that's it's that's like when you were telling that rafa benitez story alex yeah <laughs> i was really trying to make it awkward everyone yeah i wasn't just fucked out of my head no <laughs> 
you sound like you were on ketamine or something. I was. Fucked out of my How head. How did I got on the pod? <laughs> it is weird. But there's just this generation of men now who, though, he represents that generation of men and the sons of those men who are, um, like, not cucks, but, like, sort of... Um, middlemen you know they're trying to be better Mm. sort of a struggling generation of men who don't quite know where they sit in society you're either going to gravitate I gravitated towards two things Fight Club and Ricky Gervais right like I loved Fight Club as a film what what was it about Fight Club then um that's a good question do you not do you I mean you've all seen Fight Club yeah Yeah. it's one of your favourites as well isn't it but I think I've heard you speak about this a little bit before yeah. and you've got good points yeah so mm. my, my point was very much just me wanting to be an edgy teenager and going yeah, yeah Fight Club I like Fight Club it is like, it's an edgy but, film yeah but so what what you seem like you resonate with it more What? why how I what? think it came along at the right time for me yeah. do you know what I mean when I, like, I was also part of that you, you were probably part of that jackass CKY um, you know everyone had an offspring hoodie generation mm. everyone wanted to be a skater mm. sort of thing yeah when people would actually go out and do skating instead of just sitting in the bedroom and wear the clothes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, like I got badly into it. And mm. then Fight Club was like, I never wanted to fight. I'm not stupid. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I love the intellectualism of it, which was, like, no one had ever spoken to me about being a man in mm. that way before. I don't think anyone does speak. Like, on YouTube, people don't really speak about being men unless it's, like, being a hyper-macho man mm. or nothing at all. Mm. And suddenly there was, like, this thing where it was, like, it, it all just fitted together. It put all the pieces together. Mm. And I just went, oh yeah, that does make so sense. So you're not very macho, but you, you got your macho through that, which is very much why you can make with Brian. Though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't quite, I mean, you know, it, bravery comes in different ways, but for some weird reason, we on YouTube especially, for me, like online, people only recognise it if you're very overtly that thing. Yeah. Which we were talking about James Charles, like he's very overtly feminine. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, Brian's a very overtly masculine. <laughs> and pe- so anyone in, put him in a room. Yeah. But Brian, Brian. <laughs> Brian literally just said it fuck him and yeah. he, said, he said that James Charles <laughs> is better looking than most of the women that yeah. he's fucked yeah it's I think you're one of the only guys I know that are actually right in that middle ground like I get so many people ask me if I'm gay like people I meet straight away like, oh, you probably are aren't you and you go to be fair I am go, often in the gay go, club no I'm not no I'm not, <laughs> <Was> yeah. I'm <laughs> not. just sucking um, but glory yeah, you're, holes you're... are strange aren't they <laughs> you're very much in the middle ground where like you can you can do like quite camp things I'm not going to say quite gay things because what is being gay mm. other than well that. fucking men fucking, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, that you know, is what it is yeah. Yeah. don't make it an existential crisis <laughs> <laughs> like mom, I've got something to tell you you're gay but what is gay do you know what I mean yeah aren't we all gay yeah, <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like personality-wise, like yeah. you can't just go, "Oh, you're obviously," and that's I get it all the time. Right, yeah. and you obviously, and obviously, do. I'm a macho man. Yeah, so. yeah you obviously get it, but I, I don't think you ever get either. <laughs> no one's ever going, "Oh, yeah, you're really macho," but I'm no. also not going to go, "Oh, you're obviously gay." Like, no. you, don't, you don't get either. No, you so you're go. quite. I just look at you, go, yeah. you're nothing. <laughs> yeah. You mean nothing to everybody. I don't really know what you're getting at, but I'll take it. <laughs> that's <laughs> what he's, but the funny thing is, sake. yeah, that's that's how he lives his life. You're going to me. You're you're a, you're you're a straight man. <laughs> that's what you're. That's what you're saying to me now. No, because he was essentially saying obvious. that like that there's kind middle, of yeah. there's the middle ground which you don't often see, and that's what Fight Club was. You're mysterious, right. Jack. Yeah, it, it mm. was people because people think like because you are not overtly masculine that mm. therefore you like you must fall into the feminine uh, category. Yeah, but as we know, in every generation, there are loads of people who um, who aren't either end. Yeah. And um, like very often, it is the extreme people who will be the most visible. So pe- the, those extreme people who are very masculine, like Brian's quite extremely masculine, mm. and James Charles is extremely feminine. But that doesn't really represent like the whole spectrum of people. It's just the middle spectrum of people aren't going. Look at me, I'm masculine, or look at me, I'm feminine. They're just going, I'm just me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's very di- sometimes it's very difficult to form an effective identity out of that, yeah. which is fucking hard for a generation of. Men who are also told like, oh, you know, women are this, women are that. And mm. everyone's trying to tell you what to be. Mm. So for a cucky generation like ours, it's sort of... <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's, it was just interesting. Fight Club was like so overtly... Um, it, it also, it, it was at a time before mental health was spoken about in the way it is now, mm. where the only way to speak about mental health is, I've had it, so it's sort of... Um, really touched it's really affected me and i know about it yeah. but it's really personal so I, it's a mental health really like the way that people talk about it now really troubles me right um and i i don't like it at all the way that people speak about mental health i, no. think, that, I think it makes me feel a bit sick i won't click a youtube link where people speak about mental what, health do you think people are like, it's almost like that clickbait generation of people are profiting from it now or? yeah like I, yeah. I'm, I'm not accusing anyone yeah. it's just that i 
um, I just f- I feel a little bit like it's um, you know without sounding too much like fucking Prison Planet. It is a bit virtue signalling. Right. Yeah. I've had mental illness, and I can definitely help you. Mm, not probably not. Actually, we've got it on yeah. the latest. Uh, I did I do a podcast, another podcast. My mate love podcasts. Yeah, and uh, we got a question. The one you do in like, the tent? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and people, and, but yeah, the one we do in the tent. Yeah. Uh, and we got asked the question: Can you talk about mental health more? Mm. We're like, we don't want to. It's like, and it's also not a very fun thing to talk about all the time. Well, so. I, I, I'm somebody who's n- never really suffered from mental health. In I, I, I have issues, like everyone does, but like I think when we say mental health, we're talking about the, the big players, like the depression and, and the anxiety and stuff like that. Big which players. I, I, yeah, <laughs> which I, I'm lucky enough to have not had, yeah. right? But like, wh- why, if, say I had, yeah, ha- isn't it so subjective? Isn't depression subjective? So if I had depression, I think it's very... It's, it's experiential is what I, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, I'm echoing what, what, what yeah. you were saying. But like, it, just because I've had depression... Oh, I haven't. But say I had depression and I, I'd somehow overcome certain elements of it, that doesn't mean me telling you how I did it is going to help you yeah, with your depression. Do you know what I mean? It's a completely like, different situation. Mm. But for, for me, it's very, diff- very different if a friend is speaking to a friend. Like that's the, but even then, I can, I can sort of see why, you know, some people want to be the hero in that situation. Mm. Depression has sort of shaped a bit of an identity for them for someone who hasn't particularly had anything terrible happen in their lives like some people can just be depressed yeah. you know what I mean it's, you don't yeah. have to have something awful happen to you in order to be a depressed person no and uh, it sort of goes both ways some people go well you can't have depression if, if that's if nothing's ever happened yeah. but then it also goes the other way where it's just a, a chemical thing mm. there's kind of um I, I, it's like you say it's very experiential but I'm sick of hearing people in public go I've had depression and I'm gonna, I'm, I'm almost gonna monetize it. Yeah, that's the bit that I find hard because yeah. it's, it's also one of those things where you can't really tell if someone has had depression or, or very often actually you probably can, but yeah, then they want to be the hero of depression. They yeah. don't want to be the. It's such a weird dynamic out there, and it, it's such a YouTubey thing. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a, a touchy subject. Of course it is, and I don't want to belittle it. And I think you put no. it quite. You, I think you put it quite articulately then. But another thing I think about depression. And obviously this goes with that. Like, I'm not saying this to anyone that has actually had depression, but I feel that if someone fucks up in life, mm. which plenty of people do, and you, Logan Paul proves you can overcome the worst fuck-ups, but it's so easy for someone to play the depression card. Oh, yeah, right? or addiction and, or whatever you yeah, want. And, yeah, and this is going out to the people, obviously not the people that have it, I, I need to stress, but because you can never prove if someone has depression, yeah, technically. yeah someone can fuck up and you can go... Oh right, we're we're going in on you for what you've done. We're gonna mm. we're gonna voice this mistake, and then they'll go. Oh, I've got depression, and then you almost feel like, well, there's nothing. There's nothing I can do now. It's like it's Dungeons like can... and Dragons. I'm gonna play yeah. the White Wizard. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. and he's got depression. Yeah, and you can't play anything back because yeah. there's nothing. You, once someone plays that card, yeah. you've got to be hands off mm. because you don't care if you. And yeah. that's yeah. not necessarily I, true. I think yeah. we only get asked. We get. We have been asked to speak about it a few times, but I think the way we get asked is to say, oh, talk about it so people are aware. But people are people aware. Are aware. Everyone's yeah. aware. Like, we're not going to do anything good for it. But I, you say that, yeah. If, we, if we're talking about ignorance towards mental health, I was fucking so ignorant towards it before I met Fiona, right? right? So I, I met her four, four, five years ago. And I, I will hold my hands up here. This is what I believe anymore. But I actually didn't believe that panic attacks existed. Right. right? I was just like, oh, you're a bit nervous. Get over it, right? And then I met her and, and she... <laughs> no, that's how insensitive I was. I was a prick towards this, this topic. Still and, a prick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I, but I've learned a lot more now, yeah. And we one day... We we're walking through. Um, I'm sure she won't mind, mind me telling the story, but we're walking Find through. Out after. <laughs> <laughs> we're walking through Covent Covent Garden, and um, she said to me, "I'm having a panic attack," and I was like, "What? It's like a summer's day. Like, what? What? What's going on? What's on your mind? Like, oh, like, is there a bigger issue? No, no, I don't know what it is." And then she just started uncontrollably shaking mm. and had to sit down in the middle of Covent Garden, and I was like fuck this is a real thing mm. like so do you know what i mean so i think sometimes yeah talking about it obviously yeah. does educate I, it's always hard to understand until you actually see it or feel see it, it first yeah, i used to yeah. during school i used mm. to uh just like start violently shaking and then the mm. teacher won't leave the class because the tables would just be going up well down. you were masturbating but... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm having another panic attack <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah that was, oh. it was a mix of the two oh, t- uh, but sometimes i get messages on on instagram and stuff and people say that it helps them but then also it's like also, oh, don't look at me. I can't help anyone. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, 
I don't know if I told you before, but I was doing a live stream once and um, some girl came. You, you know how it goes like that. Just all the comments come flooding in. Have I told you? I don't yeah, know. yeah, I know. And, 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 the, and, the, and, a, and a girl posted on there saying, um, I just started reading a random comment. Hmm. It, just popped, it just popped up. And she was like, oh, um, you, you've helped me, blah, 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 whatever. Um, but I've come to the end now. I'm going to kill myself. And I'd read too much to stop it. I'd go, I've come to the end. I'm going to... Kill myself. Okay, she said that. Um, yeah. So then I thought, right, there's no way I can ignore this now without seeming like an insensitive cunt. So I said, I'll just just drop me an Instagram DM and, and we'll chat it through. And then she, we chatted for a bit and I was saying to Fiona, like, what the fuck do I do here? I'm in over my head here. I'm just going to say the, the what I think you want to hear. Oh, don't do that. Like, there's too much to live for. And then... I just didn't reply for two days. And then she's messaging me going, even you don't care. And it's yeah. like, oh, what? So now I just have to constantly talk to you now. Otherwise, I'm worried that you're going to do something dodgy. Yeah. So like, it's it's a fucked up situation. And I don't think YouTubers are always the most no. educated. They're not the most qualified. No, no definitely not. No. And it's weird because YouTube encourages you to talk about it. Mm. Like they actually ask you to. It's in YouTube Rewind pretty much, isn't yeah. it? But, yes. that, but that, mm. that for me in itself is like, that's fine. But again, it comes back to that like virtue signaling yeah. side of... Yeah, I get it. Like, I understand why we should be talking about it. Mm. I also think there's there's so many different aspects to it that it's so hard for one person to go. Why is YouTube encouraging people who aren't really qualified to talk about mental health to talk about mental health? It's great to have normal people talking about mental health. It's great to have. I don't think I've ever seen someone uh, a psychologist talking about it on YouTube. Maybe we had. Um, there was a woman who came on the podcast once. I, I don't remember her name. Mm. Um, and she was talking about it a little. Mm. But even then, like, it's such... Uh, there's situation, situation. And for me, I think the older you get, the more you see, like, the signs of it in other people. Mm. Because everyone's had, like, um, you know, felt anxious or something at some point in their life. Yeah. I think a lot of young men, like, do suffer with anxiety. Mm. Um, and not knowing what to do about things or when they don't feel in control, then they will have a panic attack or something along those lines. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't know what to do with it mm. because they're also the, the model they see is that you really only go to the very end of it where they're almost like, well, I'm anxious, therefore I'll be depressed in the end, therefore I, and they don't, they almost don't stop it. Some people almost so want to go down that route because it's, it's what they want in their life. They want some drama. They want some meaning. Yeah. And the anxiety gives you some sort of sense so you of meaning. usually a lot of YouTubers yeah. play into it as well. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot, I think a lot of figures play into it in general and I'm, I'm really fascinated at the moment. I watched so many Jordan Peterson clips. Do you guys He's watch Very Jordan? interesting, yeah. He's a really interesting guy. Is this, did Brian mention yeah, him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think he's a really like interesting guy to listen to because he he seems quite intellectually honest to me. Right. And he talks about responsibility and how, I just don't think very many men in our generation try and take responsibility a lot. Right. And I'm, I mean, we're all part of that. Yeah. But, I feel like you could deal a lot better with anxiety, especially people took responsibility for something they actually knew about instead of trying to do, you know, be the man who's everything or be this fake image. Mm. Take some responsibility for a real image. Um, I think sorry, that wasn't very funny, yeah. was it? No, no, I think... That, yeah, <laughs> Did we come up with any other positive <laughs> things um, to talk about? I think that's a good uh, good time to go for a break. And then when we come back, we will lighten the mood by asking Lawrence his top five dream podcast part, podcast guests. See, us, see you in a bit. I can't talk. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Happy Hour Podcast. Hopefully I can speak now because I had a bit of a meltdown before that. But uh, we're still joined by the guys. Um, yeah, we were we were going to just speak about this off camera. No point. We're doing a podcast. What yeah. What's happened to uh, What's happened to Zoella? So I was on uh, uh, Snapchat the other day. One of those like story things came up. And it you was still like, use Snapchat? Uh, not Not really. Right. Just, uh, just I for try the, and avoid it. Just for the kids. Uh, no. So <laughs> there's an article comes up. Just says. Zoella avoids two years in prison. Again. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I avoided 25. Big deal. Life. Uh, I put it in the WhatsApp group chat and I was just like, Jack, what have you done now? Uh, trying to yeah, get arrested. I, so what was time. the actual story behind it? So basically a lot of YouTubers uh, talk about people being fake and real and personas mm. to the camera. 
Uh, basically, she sold this like calendar for fifty quid. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's close though. As much as you're taking a piss, so literally, it's um, not illegal, but we feel like you deserve <laughs> prison time. <laughs> it's more of the sentiment of the judge. It was all about the fact that she's obviously been doing advertisements, and pe- well, the FCC looked into it and don't believe that she's been following the legal requirements, and right. they've what been surprise. cracking down on uh, social media influencers uh, a lot recently for basically not. Telling people that they're doing brand deals. Hashtag ad. Is she still doing videos? And she got she got a slap on the wrist. Well, you haven't done one for a while, so yeah. I assume not. Yeah. <laughs> got a slap on the wrist and told that they would have put her in prison. <laughs> one nil. Yeah. Oh god. I, I, three one. I, I like how we just spent about fifteen minutes talking about anxiety. So we thought, right, what? How can we? How, how can we, can we get, can we get this back to a Jackmate video? <laughs> What's Zoella up? Where's my, where's my Zoella grappling hook? <laughs> right there it is. <laughs> she was critiqued. I'm pretty sure once for like really playing up on the whole anxiety thing. Was she? Yeah. That all what? white people have. Yeah. <laughs> Name a white person, they'll have anxiety. Do you know what I mean? And if anything, it'll be white, being white, that makes them anxious. Do you know what I mean? I just don't know how to deal with it. I can't take it. Fuck off. So, yeah, I I don't know. It's true, though, isn't it? Just name me a white person who hasn't had anxiety. Do you know what I mean? How's Brian doing? Brian? Yeah. Brian's had it. We've all had it. <laughs> He's it went mess. around. Do you know what I mean? He left here crying. Yeah. Oh, dear me. How did you meet Brian? Uh, so we met through the, uh, something called the Football Republic and okay. um, we were Skyping and both of us said we didn't really uh, particularly be fond of the other. Yeah. And then um, we started quoting Gervais and we were saying, that, oh, you like Gervais as well. You yeah. like The Office. You like this, you like that. Yeah. And we, we started to find that they would edit out the bits that we thought were really funny of our, you know, 10 minute videos. And one day he just called me and went, I want to do a podcast. Um, you know, you seem like the kind of guy that would be good to do a podcast with. You've got a bit of podcast experience. You know, we like a chat. Do you want to do it? And then we just did it. Um, and, you know, people hated it. Um, <laughs> did they actually? No, they, they loved it. The comments didn't take very kindly. They didn't you, take did kindly they? to me because it was so different to what people had seen on the channel before. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've been watching Brian since around. Must have been like thirty thousand subscribers. Yeah, just those, through his bushes. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those videos don't yeah. like those. Yeah, uh, it was when I lived in Durham actually, when I wasn't stalking Rafa Benitez. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I I thought it was a when I first watched it, I thought it was a a really good um, add on uh, the podcast because I was normally used to him just doing uh, all the Alan Shearer videos where he play FIFA on his second channel, which was great. Like that is a good product in itself. And you know, Brian had something really good going on, and I always say to him like, you know, you be you just be somewhere else, just doing really well. Even if I wasn't here, mm. and vi- you know, vice versa, we probably everyone would just be having a good time. Right. But we're quite fortunate as to the route we've gone. So you know how I mean? how did you deal with like those comments at the time, like the people saying like, "Why are you there?" Because Stevie's getting those now. This is me. Yeah. This yeah. is right. literally me on this right now. I've known Jack what, eight years. Mm. We've done plenty together before, but this is the first time we're doing something. But but full on together. But, I I think when when Lawrence and Brian do their podcast yeah they're a duo now they've become a duo and because they're chalk and cheese I feel they're chalk and cheese mm. I feel it works whereas the reason why I, I, we don't work no no no, no. <laughs> they went, that's Jack's jizz <laughs> do you know what I mean <laughs> no the reason why um, I wanted you on the podcast is because Alex is a loser. The, the expert YouTube knowledge that. guy. He knows loser. everything a about loser, YouTube. Yeah. Right? I was right the first time. So Alex is the person we go to to hear the stories, right? I can give quite a scathing opinion on most YouTubers because I'm a cynical cunt that needs to grow up. And you... Don't right? know a fucking thing. You don't know anything, yeah. Which, <laughs> which is which, quite good. Which, yeah, which is really good because then you lend yourself to ask the normal questions that someone wouldn't ask. So, for example, Alex tells a story about Keemstar... I'll go, our Keemstar's a cunt. And I say, who's Keemstar? And then you say, who's Keemstar? <laughs> which then opens the world. So that is why you're there. And then if we have someone on like KSI, who everyone knows. There is if, yeah. If, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I point. I've had anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> um, if we have KSI on, it's not necessarily your job to ask the questions then, right? Because everyone knows who he is. You do, odd the, you do ask the odd one. But what people also don't understand is... The podcast get edited, they get cut down, so obviously the shit bits get removed. Right? <laughs> All of my bits get removed. <laughs> That's what it always, is. Get, always get taken out. I like my favourite part of this whole conversation is that it's never going to go anywhere. So <laughs> this is gone. This yeah. Is pointless. Yeah, no. So that's why you're on, and I get a lot of comments asking why you're on, and it, and and, Cheers, and, and it, no, it does what it winds me up because it's like not everyone on the podcast. It's not always got to be about them. No, I do get a lot of positivity. To be fair, well, I, I wouldn't just, say a lot. I I do personally. <laughs> they message me saying what 
Jack's cunt. Someone actually asked me. Is that someone, positivity? Someone, yeah. someone specifically tweeted me recently saying, "Can you call Jack a cunt for me?" So right. that's the kind of stuff you, you get. Go on, then do you it. You don't owe them anything. No, though. that's why I'm yeah. not going to do it. Yeah, he yeah. is a cunt, but not because of that person. Well, you pretty right. much did do it, but carry not for on. him. Right? Okay, you just done it for you. <laughs> but no, but basically, obviously, you do get a bit of um, the whole like you are the sidekick type thing. Yeah, nothing to me. Just <laughs> this is all you. Yeah, but like, how does it? You just don't care or. I think, like, initially you do, because you're like, oh, do you know, is this really how I want to be seen? Do people, do I really want people to see me this way? Um, you know, people judge you by the company you keep. And it's like, so if if people are judging ha- Brian very harshly, they'll probably be inclined to judge me very harshly. Mm. After a while, you're just like, oh, these are quite inaccurate. Or, or at the same time, you read them and go, yeah, fair, fair enough. Yeah, mm. I'm working on that. And also, um, when you look at all of them, they've all got footballers for profile pictures. But even then, I'm, I'm like, you know what? Truth is truth. You know, wherever it comes from, it's still true. Like, you know, you are, you're annoying, Lawrence. Well, am I annoying to you? Why am I annoying? Yeah, I, mm. I actually know I'm a little bit annoying, but you know what? Everyone is at some point. Yeah. And to some extent, my role is to be an be agitator annoying. of Brian a little bit and yeah. be a little bit like, nah. And some people get triggered because um, I go like, oh, wait, women have value. And they go, what? Yeah. Hold on a sec. I need yeah. to be able, like, they don't like that you disagree with them. Yeah. yeah. And that's why quite actually why I quite like Jordan Peterson because he doesn't um, seem to care about whether someone agrees or disagrees with him. He's cared about this sort of a, like essential truth that's there. Yeah. And for me, that's something that YouTube is is the opposite of a central essential truth. It's like um, the, everyone's cooking up these narratives, which is why you're so important in this. Is because you get lost in this YouTube bubble. So if I explain like you know Logan Paul and KSI to my cousin who's 34 with a baby, mm. she just goes cool yeah and then that's it that's yeah. conversation because she's got no emotional investment in either of them yeah. she goes oh sounds a bit silly doesn't it yeah, yeah and then you just yeah. move on yeah and you don't really know i'm not saying it is silly because everyone's got their own little battles but it's not this all-encompassing thing that affects the whole world whereas on youtube it can feel like that you know yeah, it's got- yeah you just read that you just get stuck in that that area and you just think oh yeah because i mean i was reading through the comments and they weren't exactly very nice about me on the true yeah. podcast but i was just i just read them through and i was like some people won't like me here. Some people love me there. And I was like, if there's anything I could take from it, I'll take it and move it on to if I ever do another one, which I probably won't. <laughs> but, but, but then... You probably will. Yeah, I, I, I believe that you're very chalk and cheese, you and Brian. Yeah. Right? And and you, Brian is a bit more... I wouldn't say careless. He's a bit more like me and he, do, he doesn't hold back on what he, beli- on what he thinks, right? So he yeah. put it out there. Whereas I think you... As a presenter, you you, you analyse what you're, you're going to say. How do how off you have to draw him back quite a lot? And, That's become and, a lot less my role right. because Brian is now uh, he's he's more aware now. He's more self aware. I guess. I mean, I don't. I don't really. I feel like he was already quite self-aware. It was yeah. part of the joke, wasn't it? Part of it, yeah. Because that's why I, when I used to always watch it, I'd read the comments and go, do these people not understand the show that they're making? Yeah. And that was always my thing. He's like, oh, get rid of Lawrence. So he ruins it. It's like, no, 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 Lawrence makes the show. Like that's, They go up against each other. That's the joke. Mm. And I used to read it and be like, do people almost... Because obviously, when you go on like Netflix, you've got like a, you've got like a biography yeah. of what you're about to watch. Yeah. Whereas they just turn the Choose Your podcast on. There's nothing that says like, Lawrence and Brian are going to kind of go at each other for like an hour and like mm. go for a middle ground. So I think they watch it and just go, well, well I just want Brian. Which mm. is fine. Mm. Like that's absolutely, it's not my responsibility to then go, we well, don't want more of you, Brian. Well, yeah. uh, just, can you just sit there and chat? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. That's weird. And it would also be weird if I just sat there and didn't question <laughs> what he said. Like him. Yeah. Well, no, strangely enough, like your, your guys' podcast is actually one of the things I do watch on YouTube because I find Strange. you guys, yeah, because I don't, I don't know much about YouTube, yeah. but like, I think it might have been through you, but or originally the football kind of content. But I think you bring so much humour and like your quick wit, so many laughs. That's that yeah, that's, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. Like that's kind of my favourite part of the podcast. And mm, if you yeah. weren't there, I don't know if I'd enjoy it quite as much. Mm. I, it's also that it's not one hundred percent me all the time. Mm. Like that's not the only me. No. Do you know what I mean? There are there are so many other aspects that I don't even talk about on the podcast. Mm. We're all normal people, like normal humans. We like yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. He's got dark but then, black hair. But then does be, having to sometimes rein Brighton in and that, do you ever come to blows? Do you ever argue about things? We've definitely argued about like morally a few things or sort of, we disagree on all sorts of, like, you know, do we agree on the way that Conor McGregor sometimes is in public? No, but that's part, like we respect each other. Do you, I respect what he thinks. Yeah. And that's part of it is that people, when you believe you're right, then that's, that's really dangerous. You're like yeah. you're you are stupid if you think you're right. Yeah, I don't think I'm right. And for some weird reason, people think I come in and go right. I've got 
Got the 4 one one on this one, guys. I, I think because whenever somebody's witty, like yeah, Ryan's in, in funny, ways. Ryan's yeah, yeah. funny, definitely funny, but you're witty. I think when you're witty and people often misconstrue that for arrogance sometimes yeah. because it's quick and it's little, do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's in and out. Do you, do you have to take out much of what Brian says in the content then? No, no, you don't. I think he's, um, I, I think first of all, he doesn't really care what anyone thinks. Yeah. Um, which is a great, a great way to be it's on great. YouTube. It's the best yeah, way yeah. to be on YouTube, in my opinion. Like, if you really do care, it's just going to really take you down a really terrible rabbit hole. Again, it's the dapper laughs effect. I say it every single week. The moment you apologise, like for, for for a joke or something like that, again, it's very Gervais as well. But you you fuck it, and if you're unapologetic in what you believe and what you say, you, people you, will accept you, it. You you can have you can have a very un- unpopular opinion about stuff. You can say you can say. I don't think non-binary is a thing, right? You can. And if you stand by it... Thing. You'd be 100% right as well. Those <laughs> yeah. fucking lads, lads, lads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you can, you can say it. But the moment you apologise, you lose the core fans that back you for being like that. Yeah. And that's why, obviously, Dapper lo- lo- um, lost a whole, a whole load of, of his audience. Well. <laughs> why? I mean, we can go into oh, the multiple you. reasons why he lost a lot of his audience. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I, I did. I asked Brian this. I'll be keen to hear your perspective on it. But how how did that podcast sit for you? Oh, you got you got Instead of just thinking your answer, you have to say it, Lawrence. Um, I just really like his vines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing is, uh, I don't. I didn't agree with everything he said. It, yeah, but it. Gervais, uh, it was my main problem was that he was comparing himself to people like Ricky Gervais, oh. and he was using um, comedy as an excuse for basically being a dick. Yeah, and it was unthought out. It was lowest hang. It was the lowest hanging fruit, and it was lazy to me. It was mm. extremely lazy, mm. and I don't like lazy uh, content or unthought out content. So that really annoyed me. It just really got under my skin because I was like, oh, do you? and people go, well, why do you care? He, you know, let him do whatever he wants. And it's like, well, no, because when I'm going into meetings and people are saying to me, oh, you do, um, or your parents are going like, oh, you know, you do that internet thing. Uh, that Dapper Laughs guy is, he's doing similar. Con-. And you're like, no, we're nothing alike. Yeah. Like, we're nothing <laughs> like each other. I'm really not, I'm, I'm not like Dapper Laughs. Yeah. But the funny thing is YouTube has no... Um, like regulator, the only and the fucking funny thing is, people are so quick to regulate you over um, your, I don't know, your, your money and how you're earning it through ads, mm. but they don't want to properly regulate things. And I'm not saying that regulation is the way to go, but they don't want to come in and go, should we have a little think about what we're doing here? Or mm. most people just go, let's just put the camera on and see what happens. Like yeah. that's a little bit lazy, yeah. which is why podcasts are so popular because you can just sit here and go. See what comes out my mouth. Yeah, yeah, but then the, the good ones. I um, don't know if we're in that category, but the good ones are the well thought out ones. You know what I mean? Because Marcus Butler, who used to be one of the biggest YouTubers ever, he has a podcast. I'm I'm not saying it's not well thought out. I've, I've not, not seen listened it. to it. Yeah. yeah, but it's not in my suggested why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I don't think it's done great. And and I saw on I Twitter this morning. I apologise for what he said about all of us. Uh, what did he say? He, he, he says a bunch of stuff about Inabber and. Jack and that. Well, lot. he specifically mentioned me, didn't he? A lot. Yeah. He yeah. mentioned you a lot. Fraser. And he said, Oh, Jack Mate can be really, really funny. And I really like some of his videos, but some of them um, are like, uh, and, and he's got a point. Some of them are, are, are cheap shots. But it basically. Uh, well, what he actually said was, I really like his videos on everybody who's <sighs> not a friend of mine. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Which is, again, yeah. that sort of selective. For 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. 15 minutes of ranting about you. Yeah. Bad mouthing his friends, but, but essentially. It's very selective, though, isn't it? That, mm. That's the kind of thing that annoys me. Is it's mm. like when people come at you, you, when you go at people, you better be, you better be good yourself. Yeah. You, know, you shouldn't throw stones if you live in a glass house. No. But the problem is on YouTube, everyone's we're all busy building a glass house, yeah. and everyone's busy while yeah. they're trying to put the first paint up. Going fucking have that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm throwing matches from a shed, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fine. But that, there is this like moral. I'm um, I'm morally better than you, or I've I've got it all worked out. Why don't you have it all worked out? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I do worry. Are we like teaching? Are we teaching a younger generation basically how to be judgmental assholes at some yeah, point? Yeah, well, you know I, prob- I, mean? I probably am. That's, that's all we do <laughs> on this, yeah. to be fair. <laughs> um, what, who, simple question, you've probably yeah. been asked a hundred times, who's been your, fa- not your favourite podcast guest, because obviously you're a big fan of Gervais and whatnot, but maybe that is the answer, but who who surprised you? What, what, what was a great podcast that you necessarily didn't imagine would be great? 
That's a good question, actually. I can't even really think. I did think um, Dapper Laughs was quite good right. in terms of content. Yeah. But he was fucking ignorant at different yeah. times. But having said that, we went out for dinner with him afterwards. Yeah. So we did go and just have a nice chat to him. Yeah. And he sort of went, yeah, I kind of get what you're saying. But people went, oh, they hate, they hate each other now. They mm. really hate each other. Mm. And I was, eh, who cares? Who cares even if we do? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I quite like... I quite like the sort of the strange ones. Uh, you know, Sean Atwood was a very strange podcast, uh, but maybe not my favourite of all time. I try to think now. I really do just like when we just sit down and just get into something. Like there was a podcast we spoke about terrorism once, and it was like it was really interesting to hear what Brian had to say about you know being afraid of Islam or like Muslims and that kind of thing. Mm. And um, we we didn't have contrasting opinions, but we actually found out like there's a lot of commonality between what we're saying, right. which is sort of why Tommy Robinson said a few weeks ago, like he won't have me in his podcast because I'm too dangerous. You know, he says he's got to protect his advertisers. Who said that? Tommy Robinson. What about about you? Brian? Right. Oh, amazing. Yeah, of course, uh, mate. And we and would you have him on? I personally would, but I also then look at our Labrox deal and I go, well, is it really worth giving? You know, if Labrox go, why the I'm not saying they did yeah. because I, I don't but, know. But, but then again, I, I don't want to get into like the T's and C's of fucking advertising and yeah. shit like that. But you would obviously have contrasting opinions to Tommy Robinson. You're not going to get it him on there and get really... him in a little headlock and go, oh, you old scam. What, about them, what about them so muzzies? Funny, yeah. but, I mean, like... but I also think we'd have so much in common. Like, I think there'd be so much where it's like, yeah, I do worry about religion, mate. Like, I do worry about people being fundamentalists. Yeah. That's like, fucking weird. Not like yeah, you yeah. Do. Yeah. 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 But I don't, yeah, exactly. But I don't, I don't sit there and go, they're all like that. They're yeah. all bloody, they all want to blow me up. Yeah. Do you know, that's fucking, that's yeah. stupid. Or it's lazy. Yeah. Again, it's just lazy. Yeah. So I'd love to chat to him and go, yeah, I completely get where you're coming from. Like, I am worried about, you know, old people being worried about things mm. and, uh, you know, British British values or whatever, whatever the fuck a British value is. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Yeah. But he's done it in such a, to- he's said it in such a toxic, horrible way that yeah. I'm like, well, we can't touch that, mate. It's not, it's not even necessarily, you know, Half of what he says, yeah, the way he puts it out there in, in his incredible fashion. If you could have your five, if you could have five podcast guests, yeah. dead or alive, Bin Laden, Abu Hamza, <laughs> Tommy Robinson, yeah, Tommy Robinson. <laughs> yeah. I just love to see them at dinner. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And I, do, I would just want to see what Abu Hamza does to him. Um, but but we're gonna we are gonna dissect each one like we did with Brian. As fine. Well. So can so. I? What did Brian say? Because I was sitting outside as he said that. And who the fuck said Frank Lampard? <laughs> For dinner? <laughs> oh, well, I, what, was it? No, this is for no, a podcast. For podcast guests. Oh, okay. Dinner. Yeah, you're not right, okay. dinner. No, no, no. I mean, sometimes I like dinner on a podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> all, although still, Frank Lampard, very dull guest. I, I feel like he's intellectual. That's I why I like, said I have him on. But, I said there's, there's like stuff no, to pick out. No, like, afterwards you said <laughs> you panicked, you want a John Terry. Well, I, I originally <laughs> was going to go for John Terry. But if, if you, you saying that's why you want him on, because he's intellectual, if, if you pin me down and went, you have to have someone who's, who's intellectual, I'm not going to go, well, Frank Lampard, up there. <laughs> 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 Stephen, I'm starting to Alex brings to us. Yeah, really if Stephen Hawkins, we could actually have five because we wouldn't have to get another chair. Good point. <laughs> You're brilliant. But, oh, like, so we need another camera. Yeah, yeah true. It's awkward, Stephen, because you've turned up and there's only four mics. So, you know, <laughs> um, it's going to take him half an hour to position himself, isn't it? <laughs> So I think he's got a mic. He he could, a yeah, mic? he could link up to the computer. Right, just plug, he's an orcs, is in. what you're saying. Get the orcs. Yeah, just so you guys know, we're not getting Stephen Hawking on the podcast. I, he's dead, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but that's the point. But this you is can... what I'm saying. When you get them on, they're not corpses. They're, they talk. <laughs> right. They talk. Yeah, 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 we're not saying awful yeah. podcast. Yeah. John Elvis' skeleton on. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> that was saying charisma. So, <laughs> it's... But Frank Lampard... Yeah. I don't understand why you've gone to there. Literally, just because of the fact that I... Maybe it's like the main footballer. Is it your time? Up. No. Right. No, he supports Chelsea. No. Obviously, yeah, I'm a Chelsea fan. So I Surely. just I just picked Frank Lampard purely because of the fact that I'd seen him play a lot of football and I was like, it'd be nice to meet him. <laughs> oh, it'd probably job. be a shit podcast. Yeah. But yeah. I'd just be like, I bet Frank Lampard. What about Mourinho? Surely you'd rather have Mourinho than you would it's Frank It'd be more interesting right now, to be fair. Just uh, always. Yeah. <laughs> There's never a time where I thought Mourinho's less interesting than Frank Lampard. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Those two lines have never crossed. <laughs> Uh, I forgot you are actually a Chelsea fan. Yeah, I am. So that does has a, that does have a little bit more weight now. Oh, I didn't just pick Frank Lampard. <laughs> no, for that's the sake what I thought you'd done, and I was just thinking him, thinking of Frank Lampard as a Derby. I was County just, just like, I was, yeah, because you said Derby County manager. I was like, no, it was more just like he's a hero, so I just went for a hero. That right. makes sense. So in that case, Jimmy Traore, Salatiao, Igor Biscan, 
Um, and just so I can go, do you want a biscuit with that biscuit? See what he says. And I'll bring De Canio around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, bring De Canio. Fascism. That's Again, let's chat. Back to the fascism. <laughs> yeah. It's. I'm always upset when you find out that someone who uh, political, um, someone's politically the opposite of what you are. Yeah. Uh, Rachel Riley. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Is she? She's, I don't know. She's, she's a mess at the moment. She's what? definitely... Um, What's happening? So she's on Twitter quite a lot at the moment. What, countdown, Ryan? Constantly talking about anti-Semitism. What? And I get it. I get it. Anti-Semitism but is But saying it's all on the left. Yeah. She's very right-wing. So she's constantly is she attacking... she right-wing? Because I can't quite work she's some, it out. I don't, she's constantly attacking the left at the moment. She's now got more security guards because she's getting a lot of threats online. And what? Yeah, she's, I didn't know this. She's very pro-Brexit, I think, as well. So I, I'll be honest. I can't quite work out because her tweets are so... Yeah. You look through it and you're like, yeah, what okay, is this? Yeah. yeah, your message isn't clear. But yeah, It's very bizarre. We're not watching Countdown anymore, basically. No, we never did. But <laughs> yeah, uh, It's very weird. Because you have she... such a big input. <laughs> <laughs> Why... I don't get why her, why she, why her? <laughs> she had I, so much going for her. Yeah, uh, yeah. She knew numbers. Yeah. It's, it was interesting though, because again, like the whole Jordan Peterson thing, uh, he was talking about how people who are, you can sort of tell from personality traits what um, political leaning someone will be. So very often people on the right will be um, much more sure of, of what they think. They will think in a very linear way. So they'll go from thought to thought to thought to thought. Whereas it's a much, it's a much, uh, so it, right-wing people will move sort of forward through what they consider logical thought mm. and left-wing people will have much more ranging thoughts, mm. um, not necessarily right or wrong, but just, and that's why he speaks about the, the need for the mix of both and why when you just get a left-wing government, things t- tend to go on. When you get a right-wing government, they tend to go the other way. Yeah. And how it's not about meeting in the centre, no, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. about looking at approaches yeah. and personality politics doesn't. No, that's, that's exactly what my dad said to me once. I don't claim to know enough about about politics, but that's exactly what he said. He said that when you get somebody f- f- who's on one side and then you have somebody who's campaigning on the other side, they just try and be as far away from that as possible and go, vote for me yeah. instead because I'm the complete opposite. How about if you just want a little bit of what they're trying to give or yeah. offer? Do you know what I mean? Like, wh- why, is that, why is that not a thing? Well, it's, sorry, yeah. but it's, it's also... Um... It's also just you can be complimentary of the the other person and be yeah. like, oh, they've got made a good point there. Yeah. If anything, that makes you look fucking better. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's any YouTube beef. The best thing you can do is mm. work out why the other person's nice and go. You're doing I, that I always well. find it weird when people will just literally hate, 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 hate somebody. Especially when it comes to YouTube videos. Like I've turned on some YouTube videos and somebody's done something not like I don't agree with, mm. and I've and I've gone to make a video of it and I say, oh, somebody else has done it. I'll click on it. And I'll be like. Jesus Christ, you think they killed someone? Yeah. It was only 50 quid, Jack. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that adds up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That fucking adds up. Yeah. He's been thinking about that for a little while. Yeah, like, yeah, I'll I'll get that ready. Ready. yeah. Coming from you, though. <laughs> like, out, out of anyone. So ironic. Yeah. Uh, no, the um, have we heard any of his guests? No, we, 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 went, we went into Brexit and then it, it almost got to so Alex sorry. versus Cavos or something. So <laughs> Cavos is a lovely place. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Best really podcast guests. Who would I like? I mean, Ricky Gervais is definitely one of them. Yeah, uh, I'd love some intellect. I'd just love to have some theologian people on, some people you can be like, you know, do you believe in why does God exist or not? Like, I'd love a, some psychologists, some people who are just going to think with me. Mm-hmm. Some people I can just go, what do you think of this? Mm-hmm. And they're going to, they're not just going to go, well, this is how it is. And that's the world. Yeah. Like, I want some people who are going to be able to just sort of, you know, chat about a yeah. little bit. I can't give you actual names. Well, you have Jordan Peterson. We're really after, we're really after yeah. names there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Frank Lampard. Yeah, Frank Lampard, Didier Drogba, yeah. Ashley Cole. Um, so far, I can't clickbait uh, yeah. general people. Or Bill Shankly. You can't go down that route. Uh, I'd like... I'm trying to think of a famous person who's actually interesting. I wouldn't like Donald Trump, for instance. Like, I think he's just fucking... He'd be a boring guest. What about yeah. a dead person? Like, alive? But... I'd love... Uh, I'd just love... I wouldn't love all four of the Beatles, I'd like them isolated. Do you know what I mean? Right. I'd like them to be sort of, you know, I'd do John Lennon. Oh, probably Skip McCartney. <laughs> um, Ringo, probably. Yeah. And then George Harrison, just to get the neutral perspective. Yeah. Because uh, there's so many, like, cool, he's probably the coolest one, but like the quietest one. Yeah. yeah. And you realise those are the best ones. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're um, trying to just beat yourself up here because you're the quiet one. No, I'm not, but I'm not the quiet one, am I? I'm no, sort of, I don't know what I am, Brian's really. really sort big. Of, yeah, right. Yeah, and that's that makes you look small. Like you have the same thing. 
But who would you? But did you genuinely just say Frank Lampard and then go? I that's I, it. No, take I it say, or leave I it. I said generally because of the fact I was like uh, obviously a Chelsea fan, and because of the fact that I'd be interested in what it would be like. Because I just watched the Sunderland till I died documentary, right? And they're all quite clearly morons. And he said Jack yes, Rodwell yeah. as well. Why would you want Jack Rodwell? I didn't say Jack Rodwell. <laughs> he said Chris the, Coleman. Yeah, yes. said the woman that works in the canteen. I was like, I oh, you, okay, you've been on Netflix. We I, get not, it. I don't think any of those people. But, um, would you I, ever get I, a murderer? That's what I, I yeah, said. Yeah, that's Ted how we Bundy. ended up on serial killers. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I'd go in. What's your theory on uh, the whole Bundy thing? I think you killed a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good okay. theory. Um, it's what, watertight. <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you mean in terms of theory? Like, what, what does that mean? Uh, as in just oh, on on him uh, or just in general great guy I, 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 I mean in a way like we said he it, certainly had the charm to we, well yeah that we said exactly the same thing on the previous podcast but people are kicking off about this new film in which Zac, Zac Efron portrays him because it's glorifying him but you both made exactly the same point they're glorifying they're glorifying him because he was glorified like yeah. he, wa- he was charismatic but they're not he actually wa- like glorifying glorifying him I don't think what people don't understand is they're being like this is what people thought of him yeah, they're, showing they're, what editing, yeah. they're editing the trailer that way to be like, like this is what people thought I mean mm. if you actually watch the film I'd be very confused if like he like, throws an axe like 50 metres and takes somebody's head off and he turns <laughs> to the camera and goes like that <laughs> Yeah, and it freezes and he goes I suppose you're wondering how I got here and it's like 50 women ago that's what that would be amazing though would you would you not want Ted Bundy on would that not interest you I'd want him in a straight jacket or something <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean he yeah. didn't kill men you're no. alright yeah you'd be right. yeah but I'm worried about the women just sort of around do you know what I mean do you often have women around this is the so... true Geordie podcast there's yeah. never any women around yeah, exactly <laughs> don't mind those strippers Ted anyway tell me more about the, uh, the fucking time you were getting anyway uh, I I'd, I'd have him, but I'd, I also think it's sort of patronising when we think um, people just watch content and go, I've absorbed that. That's now how I'll act. Do you know what I mean? Right. We watch Ted... No, there are, I don't watch Ted Bundy and go, I've sort of got a killing need now. Like, yeah. that's not... That's not what I think. Yeah. I can critically evaluate it. Yeah. And if we're so worried about that, then spend a bit of money on educating people to be more critical of things. Mm. Do you know? It's not wrong to be critical of something. Anything you criticise and it cannot take the criticism, there is a problem there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And that, that stands for, you know, a charity that's doing cancer. If you can't criticise and go, so wait, where's this money going? And the people can't go, well, let me just explain. Then there's something wrong. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's the same with Ted Bundy. We have to make him accountable. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, you've proved your point yeah but that's what that's what the fucking law is for yeah. do you know what I mean it's yeah. there going you've done wrong here Ted <laughs> like that's bad yeah bad but, Bundy would you have what do, <laughs> hashtag bad Bundy <laughs> well he's dead anyway yeah. that film, um, I don't know we just we've we done something much worse than glorified Ted Bundy then we memed Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy what, that's in a way. Yeah. dead Bundy did you say <laughs> hashtag respect the dead you know what I mean uh, I'd like Diana do, would you no. <laughs> uh, I lo- Mohammed Al Fayed would be a good one. Yeah. 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 Um, who's the. I'd love uh, Chris Morris. Do you remember Chris Morris? The guy mm. who wrote uh, Four Lions, uh, The Day to Day, Brass Eye, that right. sort of thing. I yeah. think he'd be really good. Yeah. Um, and our generation lacks like that severe, cutting, surrealist idea of what. The world should be, which was a very like nineties, late eighties, nineties sort of thing. My dad always goes on about brass eye. It's fucking amazing. It is incredible, and it's funny because weirdly, I feel like the new, the real news watched that and went, "Oh, we could, we could take little bits of that because it's not quite." Uh, Russia apparently and Putin like that do terrible do uh, put out like bits of misinformation mm. to uh, confuse people as to what's true and what isn't, so they can't trust anything. Would you Would you have Hitler on? Only if he promised to answer all my questions. Do you know what I mean? Um, because it's annoying when people dodge questions. And I yeah. go, you know, I'd love to go to him like, you know, did you, what do you think of this? What yeah. do you think of that? See if I can just pick holes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In his system. Yeah. It was probably quite flawed in the end, wasn't it? He's a little bit. In the end. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Throughout, it was fine. Last he's, part. He's an asshole, isn't he? Would you have Morgz's mum on? I'd love, I, I find her... Charismaless, um, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. There's such an interesting phenomenon that. I just don't give a fuck. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so I look weird. at her and I literally go, indifferent. Yeah. Like, I don't. Uh, you know, where'd you get all those subs from? It's not general interest, is it? She's not reviewing cars. She's not gaming. No. What is she doing? I don't no. think she actually. My fear is that she actually doesn't do anything. Yeah. 
She doesn't. She just stands there and then Morgs goes like that for 10 minutes and yeah. then he uploads it to the internet. Do you not think Morgs, Morg, how old's Morgs? Is he still 16? I just assume he's always going to be 16. going to be 16 like, forever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's always going to be like the most subscribed 16 year old for the rest of his life. Is he not at one point going to go, it's getting a bit fucking cringy? Uh, no. I think he's making he's so not. much fucking money that he just doesn't care. Really? Money yeah. really subverts things, doesn't it? Yeah, that's kind of YouTube. That's the answer to 90%. Of the... If you're like, I wonder why YouTube has done that. It's probably money. Money. Yeah. Which oh. is kind of, uh, that's a terrible answer. Do you know so, I mean? Yeah, because I'd be nice. Like I, I like to be pretty critical. If you don't see my channel. Mm. Um, but like, I, when I end up meeting most of these people, which I, normally does happen, and I ask them, why the fuck did you do that? Money. Money. And yeah. I'm like, wow, you are fucking boring. I was like, I, one day I just want Morgan's mum to go, I've got a passion for the craft. Yeah, I'd love that. I'd, <laughs> and maybe my craft is inadvertently <coughs> pissing people off. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I, go, I can get behind that. But what? do you ever think you're going to get to a point where you're going to go, fucking hell, I can't do this anymore? Do yeah, you know? maybe that's why I've started doing more reactionary stuff because sometimes I just I look at another YouTube and I go, brilliant. Okay, well, I mean, I, uh, when I first started, I generally actually believed I was going to make a difference. How crazy was that? Mm. But that's the that that's why I think a lot of young reaction YouTubers are they're young. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because they think they can make a massive and difference. It doesn't ever happen. I actually, I don't know if this is a bit egotistical of me, but I, uh, I actually think I have made a difference. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you've pissed a lot of. Uh, rich white people off. Yeah, yeah. As much as I mean, which I do get a bit of a dopamine hit from that. You should <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, congratulations. I think based, I think based on the way that all those guys' channels are dead because mm. <laughs> that's what they are. Yeah. and all Jack of didn't do that. I mean, Jack was part of that. Mm. But it, I, I, it's almost. I definitely say that um, when I speak to people now, the people who used to watch those guys, um, they've come to when they always mention who they watch now. It'll be somebody like Jack will be. You, you and Brian, because they like they just admire the fact that they're just more actual people. Just real people. Do you, do you think like you were, uh, you know, the Emperor's New Clothes, uh, sort of the kid in the crowd that went, he's not wearing anything. So you were the one who went, he's not actually saying anything good. Yeah, he's just drinking Barocca. Yeah, like that was that was what your role was, and that's actually quite an important role. Yeah. Um, but but then but then it's also because I've called them out on a lot of things that I do believe in, I think it's made me a better person because it's kept me on my toes and I could have easily slept in, uh, slipped into the same mistake of what they've made. But because I've got, I could have easily gone, oh, what, £50 hoodie? Lovely. Right, cash yeah. in, ching, yeah, ching, I, like I, that. But because I've called sort of... people out for that, I've gone, I, This no, is I one of the things that I've spoken to a lot of people about, especially my close friendship circle, is that they'll go, why wouldn't you do that? And then I'll go, so-and-so did this in 2012. This was the backlash that they got. I said, I do not want to go down that alleyway. I would not want to end up with those problems. Mm. That's why I won't do that. And mm. and they'll go, oh, it's 50 grand. And I go, no. It's mm. like, I could do this. I was like, what if that ends my career there? And then I will never make anything for the next five years. I was like, I am enjoying what I'm doing. And I can avoid that. Like, I, I have a choice. And I think most YouTubers, a lot of people I speak to, they almost act like they, like, I have to do this. I have to make all this money. I, I I don't. I think I'm one of the few YouTubers who d d do it full time. That just when I just don't want to upload, I just won't upload. Well, I know most of my friends, and I don't have a problem with this because technically you should do it. <coughs> but if a video gets demonetized, they don't post it. I think I'm the only person in my friendship group who just goes public. I just don't care. But do yeah. you think that's though also because you see the. I mean, that's a little bit strange in the first place sometimes because you've put all the effort into it. You've yeah, made the video. It's already yeah, done. Why yeah, would you yeah, not still upload it? I would, I would because always because just... I don't, I, if I say I'm going to upload on that day and then I upload it and then I get demonetized, I care more about the fact that I promised that I was going to post that day. Yeah, it's still, watch it's still what, publicity. Yeah. Well, you're going to get more why subs. Why would you like, not? Yeah. Social I, capital. Literally half of the videos I post are demonetized. Literally. Like, not, yeah. literally not literally well. 50%, but a lot of them are demonetized. And, and, and sometimes I wait and like it will never get the ads back or something so it is like i've tried occasionally and and i could also just sometimes just go to youtube and just be like please please fucking fix it i, mm. I guess but i think for me it's like when i look at that it's one of those things that keeps me sane yeah uh which is one of the reasons why i do it like i always say there's certain things that i always stick by even if it's like inherently like gonna cause me problems like not making money uh, because of the fact that I feel like I would lose, I don't lose a part of myself to the fucking system, mm. which I think can quite easily eat people up on YouTube. I also think again, it's back to that YouTube bubble where people don't quite know what's beyond the wall. So if I don't have YouTube, what do I have? Mm. 
well, there's so much in the world. There's, you know, people are like, you know, Lawrence is shit, you know. It's like, you know, it, so what? Like, so yeah. what? You think I'm shit? So do just, you really think I give a that's fuck? That's just all the Arsenal fans, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mostly, although some of them are wrong. Um, <laughs> so I, it, sure, my world doesn't end with these four walls. You know, yeah. YouTube's a big place. Yeah. I, I, the media is a big place. You know, if, I don't, if I'm not on YouTube tomorrow, I can go out and get a job. Well, I want to mm. talk about this, actually, because it was one of the things when uh, Jack said you were coming on. Uh, I uh, take a lot of interest in your behind-the-scenes work. Right, because uh, I'm very impressed by the stuff that you do on XO, and I right. can tell that it's you who's mainly the person who's doing. You know the other three, but yeah, putting, <laughs> putting to, yeah, no, no, because uh, it's quite obvious that you're putting together like your style of videos and stuff like that, and you you quite obviously edit uh, mm. and do a lot of that stuff. So, um, is that what you started doing? Do you start yeah. off behind the scenes work? So I, I um I've worked on YouTube for years, and the only reason I started doing presenting was because people went, we don't really have anyone else. Do you want to? Hop in. Do the presenting, which happens to so many producers and so many directors. And on YouTube, it was also a license to control the content as you're on it. So you're effectively directing as you go. Yeah. So if you're on a live stream, you're just directing. And yeah. now I have a massive benefit of an earpiece where I've got someone offering me options going, we could do this if you want. I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. Let's go and look at the Premier League table or let's go and do this or do that. Yeah. Um. And so... It came from a place where I, I loved, always from like 14, 13, 14, putting videos together. And I downloaded a legal version of Sony Vegas and, you know, legal like, version. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, went down that route and really enjoyed editing. And there are loads of videos that I made that I just never put out. And my friend and I would just watch them and go, another great video done. You and I are happy with that. What, and I never Onto, saw the light of day? No. I used to do the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Football videos all the time. Yeah. And I used it, to just string together like football compilations with me and my mates. And that's great. Like that, I learned so much from that. I learned how to like chroma key the sky out of things. And like, we made a whole video where we went to New York, but we were just, st we stayed in Burton and we pretended Burton was New York. And like, we just chroma keyed the sky out everywhere. So we went to my local park and went, Central Park's fucking beautiful. Like, and there's just the skyline of New York in the background. And we, like, that was, that was us at like 15, just going, oh. fuck it, we're just going to have a little fun. And now kids will, like, you know, I dread to think what would happen if, you know, I, I, people saw my content at 18. I don't dread to think. I'm, I'll be like, yeah, well, I'm here now. Yeah. You know what I mean, it was a stepping stone. Yeah. But so many people get cut off so early mm. because people go, your content's shit now and you're not going to change in the next 20 years. That never happens to a human. Yeah. Humans never change. Yeah. Once you've 20, you're done. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the rest of your life is fixed, <laughs> yeah. you know? So, uh, so much has changed in the last however many years for me. Mm. You know, it, stuff changes like that. Uh, in real life and on YouTube, you know, one day you'll have almost no followers. The next day you could have a hundred thousand. Yeah. Easy come, easy go. Yeah. How, how do you feel about the fact that you've gone from behind the scenes to presenting? Was it something that you always wanted? To do? No, it seems like you've done it accidentally. You've accidentally fell into it. Yeah, it's it's definitely. I just I you know I enjoy the podcast with Brian because that's where we can uh, we could talk and I could I could keep directing and do one day a week of just doing a podcast. That's mm. absolutely fine. But it's also just that it's. I do a lot of stuff behind the scenes. So, I, you know, with the Formula E thing, yeah. I don't just present on that. Like, I tr I'm really trying to turn it into a YouTube show and work with our big crew to, uh, work, you know, collaboratively with guys who mostly do TV to go, oh, maybe YouTube would try it like this. And those guys are learning and I'm learning at the same time. Mm. So that's an interesting process. Mm. But I also think I found I was really bad at collaborating with other people initially because I've been editing on, on my own. I think very often it's like the worry is leave your bedroom and things could all fall apart or leave wherever you make the videos yeah. and things could fall apart. Mm. And you know this mm. and you know this and you know this from doing the podcast. Mm. There's nothing better than going out there, at least trying it. Mm. Um, my thing now is just like if I get an opportunity, I vowed I'd take it. That's why I end up doing this. Yeah. Mm. So I had a podcast going and I said to my host, I was like, I said, because I went to America for six months, there had no opportunities there. Right. Uh, it was fucking boring. Yeah. And I was like, when I come back, I was like, I do everything, like whatever I'm offered. I was like, I want to just make sure that... Because also, like, I know a lot of YouTubers nowadays who don't edit their own videos mm. and stuff like that, and they'll go, get an editor, get an editor, get an editor. And there's nothing against that. But I always look at YouTube, like, as you say, like, it could always fall apart. I'm like, this is one thing that I could actually have a skill in, I suppose, because yeah. most people could fuck around in front of a camera. And yeah, obviously presenting is a skill, but if I could have that added skill and all that stuff... Um, I think it's useful and I think a lot of people lose that nowadays, which I, is why. I, I also realised not long ago, like my dad's a teacher and people really do look down on teachers a lot. Like, because a lot, some teachers are shit. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they've had bad experiences as teachers. But I was so lucky. I had so many good teachers. I'd like that last generation of teachers who taught 
to be teachers. Right. Uh, sort of before it became this bastardized thing. And I, I don't know, maybe I didn't respect them as much as I should have yeah. back in the day. Yeah, yeah. But I think that comes with age, though, because that's how I, how I felt recently. But imagine and... how fucking frustrating it is to be a teacher yeah. and some kids sitting at the back of the class going, go on then, tell me about this Kr- Khrushchev guy. What do yeah. you fucking do in Russia? <laughs> and you're like, you don't, your tiny little peanut mind can't even work out what Khrushchev did in Russia. Yeah. By the way, it's all on the fucking internet anyway. Go out and read it, you little prick. Yeah. Like, that would be my... <laughs> how yeah. would I not answer that as a teacher? Yeah. How would I not... And people go, well, he's just telling me what to do. Well, then you're not looking at education in the right way and you're not looking at your elders. England is a terrible place and America's probably the same. Mm. But like, looking up to your elders? Yeah. And we tend to just go old, boring, old, done. Yeah. Like, that's... Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine yeah. if Pep Guardiola had retired from football and people had gone, old, not a player anymore. Move yeah, on. No one cares. That would be Nothing so weird. Yeah. yeah. But we treat people so strangely in, in this country. Mm. I hate, I'm sorry to rant, but it is like, <laughs> you know, I really respect teachers and like people who can pass knowledge on so much more now. Mm. And I just, I, I'm watching courses on. I was watching a course the other day, Martin Scorsese, uh, Spike, Spike Lee. And loads of other guys just sitting there talking about their experiences. And that's like invaluable experience and chat that you can yeah. listen to and be like, wow, these guys really, they're passing something on here. It's mm. pretty profound. It's very rare you get like a profound. Yeah, a lot of that stuff in our industry as well. I think a lot of people go, Charles dead. Quite clearly nothing to learn from him then. It's like, no, you can always go back and find interesting stuff. Also find out your mistake. Like people want to ignore their mistakes. Like, you know, there's the old Michael Jordan thing where he's like, you know, I miss so many shots. That this is that's why I made so many game winners, and people like that who don't just see life as good and bad, yeah. will probably go so much further than the people who just go, "It's all fucked." Yeah, yeah, it's all fucked. Mm. Like that's so fucking boring. That must be such a miserable way to live as well. Mm. I'd be so fucking bored if I just, I saw <laughs> fucked. <laughs> YouTube is Jack my channel. So <laughs> you can't say that, Alex. Week. Alex cannot can, say I can, that. I can. I post some happy videos. Oh, do you bollocks! I've man. not seen one. No, I haven't seen it. What's next for Lawrence McKenna? What? What's? Uh, He's taking over wow. the True Geordie. No, podcast. I don't. I don't. I don't want this to sound patronising. But you. What you, do you do? When, no, when you done. Yeah, no, 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 no. When you done like the the hospital radio and stuff like that, you obviously wanted to be heard. You wanted to have a voice. You have that now. What's your dream? Do you, are you living your dream? Like, kind of, yeah. But it's not really finished. Like, right. I'm only thirty. Yeah, do you know what I mean. Yeah. And on YouTube, people go thirty done. Memeless the other day in a video went probably a paedophile if you're thirty. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> brilliant. And I was like, yeah, he's got a good point. Like, you, something, you are a paedophile. No, no, he's got a good point. Like, you look like that's uh, you where know, he's going. Yeah. People hanging out with younger kids, can, old older men yeah. hanging out with younger kids can look. Really weird. Yeah. Like, can look really, really strange. Yeah. And even appealing to those people, which is why, like, you know, kids TV presenters can look a bit creepy yeah. sometimes. Yeah. You know That's our I mean? only issue of having Alex on. Because we do I look make a bit everybody like next a paedophile. Next to you. How old, how old are you? <laughs> I'm, well, I'm 20 next week. You're not oh. even 20. No, oh. I know. How old are you? 25, same as Jack. I always, I always forget that you're 19. I know. I forget sometimes. That's horrible. That spend my... <laughs> You're horrible. Well, I spend all my time around 45-year-old men, so... Do you? We're 25. It was a joke. Oh, uh, I thought you'd and... you been hanging around with Keemstar again. Uh, <laughs> how old is he? I don't know how old he is. What, Keemstar? Yeah. He's actually 48. He's not really, though. No. He doesn't... Oh, right, okay, no. I was going to say, I was like, wow, I was... you've stuck at me in there, Jack. Well done. Um, um, just I... big, bigger, just projects. Bigger do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I want to direct. I want to direct more stuff. Um, you know, this was very much like a, a you know, a, a... people are probably so bored by all this. Aren't they? Um, <laughs> I have personal goals. Fucking accept it, all right? I'm going to do whatever I want. People probably clicked on this going, he's going to absolutely savage Robbie for the next half hour. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> so it's going so much better than it did. I'll... We'll just do another one another time. This has been great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah thanks. Nice one, man. Uh, see you next week. See you again soon. Brilliant. I love that. This show is part of the Radio Stakhanov Network. <laughs>